Test, test, one, two, three. Test, test, one, two, three. Hey guys, welcome to Brain Food. Uh, this is episode 23. Um, I'm so sorry. I apologize deeply for last week. I came down with maybe, I'm not even joking, the worst like sickness, not even like COVID, like not even like like allergies okay so first I get home from the city on Sunday I go and see Tyler um which was amazing by the way literally got pit tickets and almost touched the man I was so close um but yeah I go to the city and I was in the city before that too and I go to this little vegan restaurant blah 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 and then I'm like and then I get home and I'm like I'm gonna shit my pants and then I go and I'm like, I obviously have food poisoning and I'm like, like almost throwing up, gagging, like shitting my brains out. And I feel like shit, I didn't, excuse me. I had to call out of work and then I missed school the next day because I felt so awful. Um, and then I go through my week and I just feel awful the entire week. Like my back hurt. And then when, when I missed school Monday, the, the following Tuesday would have been podcast Tuesday. And then I was just so sick. Like, I was literally talking to the mic. Like, <laughs> like I couldn't even talk or move. Like, I fell on the... I felt like, Sunday morning, I fell on the ground. Like, I, like, woke up. And I went to get out of my bed. And I fell on the ground and just laid there. Because I couldn't get up. I was in so much pain. I don't know what they put in the food. But I don't... I don't know. Whatever. I just did not feel good. That's all I had to say. But I, I like explaining things. But yeah, I was just super sick. I was super congested. I sounded awful. I, I felt awful. I just felt like it wouldn't have been enjoyable if I was like, oh my god, I feel so sick. Like every five minutes. So that's why. I, I feel like last episode... Last episode. Last week, my... Oh my god, my idea for last week's episode was going to be so good. And I was going to do it today. But I feel like... I feel like I kind of talk about the same things over and over again. Like, it all kind of runs back to the same thing. And I I want to change up with, you know, kind of what I talk about. And, and like, the way I talk about things, my outlook in, on life has changed within the past couple of weeks. Been coming to terms with, like, a lot of things. My one year sober was last Wednesday. Um, and I want to talk about that, too. But this episode today is called The Inescapable Death of Deception. I feel like it's an open book, but at the same time, it can be kind of what you make it. You can leave it up for interpretation. Um, But my take on it is no matter how much we try to deceive people and hide who we are and hide whatever, whatever it is, secrets, lying it's inescapable and death is a strong word to use but it gets the point across of like there's nothing you can do like it's an it's an inescapable quote-unquote death because there's just no way to get out of it i like even if it takes your entire lifetime you're hiding something when you die people find out because people talk it's what they do and people notice things and body language and it's just who the human race is 
like we we know things about each other that you know we try to hide really well but eventually people will find out and it's up to them what they're going to think about it um but yeah I wanted to talk about kind of that today so I had I was okay so basically on Wednesday was March 16th March 16th was the last time I ever smoked weed and um as of last year March 2021 as soon as that day happened I started counting the days like on a calendar crossing off my calendar counting the days of when this day would come and it was like Christmas it was like oh my god it's one more day oh it's one more week like there's this many days and I had this idea in my head that it was going to be this big celebration and like I was going to do all these things and celebrate with my friends and when it came to it I didn't want to I woke up that morning feeling physically sick from the days prior and freaking myself out of like why aren't my friends texting me and why is nobody congratulating me why is no one giving me a fucking medal like well like literally that's exactly what I was thinking like where's my medal ideology of like where's my statue why is nobody praising me because I think I use the title of the inescapable death of deception because if we make up an idea that's not true in our head and deceive ourselves and kind of hyperfixating on something you know to an unhealthy level of when this day comes everything is going to be fine after that when that that just made me realize this week that it's just not true when that day came I woke up and I had no text on my phone nothing it felt like any other day if not worse I felt weird I was kind of like in this ominous anticipation like state of mind of like waiting for this big thing to happen I didn't know if it was going to be good or bad and I get to school and I see my best friend and nothing against my best friend but she didn't say anything and I was like I I honestly that is just so unfair for for me at the time to expect her to be like oh my god here's balloons and flowers and a medal and like of course I want that but realistically that's not going to happen because I've hyper fixated on this this sensation that I've been having for the past year of like I'm going to be a better person after this day I've been a good person throughout all of that time I like I I don't know why I I put a timestamp on it obviously yes it's important and I've talked about it before like I've stopped counting the days that's just a date on my calendar that's kind of ingrained in my head now obviously and that's May 31st as well but honestly at the end of the day like when that day came to it was like any other day And yes, it was a great feeling now that I look back on it. And yes, I'm so proud of it. But this is why I don't want my sobriety to be part of part of who I am as a personality trait and as a person. It's a part of who I am, not who I am as a whole. Because weeks prior to that, like the the day before March 16th, I recorded a podcast saying... 
I need to get out of my bubble. I need to start doing new things, talking about new things. And then I just went right back to square one and, and kind of learned my lesson the hard way of like, people don't care, honestly, as much as I think that they do. So I need to stop taking my life as seriously and not, not seriously in a way of like not caring, but not take everything so personally in that way. Because at the end of the day, I, I don't expect everyone in my life to know what's going on in my brain if I don't tell them. And that's like the whole part of deceiving someone and deception. It's, it's not that it's lying. It's more of like secrets that you keep to yourself. I mean, obviously there's manipulative deception of like, you know, leaving out parts of the truth because to make yourself look better, make someone else look better, just to kind of make a situation that isn't true. Um, which I've done. I've made myself look like the hero many times on this podcast. And when I listen to it, it like makes me like cringe a little bit. And I wasn't even doing it intentionally. It was more of at that time in my life, I needed to see the good in my life instead of all the bad. So when I look back at it now, it's like, wow, I really make myself look like the hero a lot of the time when I do, I have, and I, you know, have hurt people and I'm still doing it you know, not intentionally, like things happen. We, humans hurt each other and whether that's emotionally, like I haven't hurt anyone physically or emotion, like I've hurt people emotionally just because of who I am. And that's something that I'm coming to terms with. I'm, I'm understanding myself better every day and something that I guess I've deceived upon myself is that I'm a people person which in some cases, yes, like work environment and school environment, but my personal life, I'm not. And I keep trying to be something that I'm not. And I end up, you know, getting close with people that see me as something that I'm not. So I'll get close with somebody and they won't respect my space because I'm too nice to say anything. And I end up leaving because I get uncomfortable and I end up hurting that person badly. And I feel awful about it. I, I still do. But I, I'm learning these past couple months to be honest with myself and to know what kind of person I am and I'm, who I'm going to become. And as of right now, in this moment, I am a social person, but I am not a personable person. I can't. I don't think it's healthy for me right now or honestly just in general for to have a lot of close friends and I can get close with one or two people that's all I need but for me to be emotionally involved in other people people's lives who negatively affect me and and I have to see their lives and all the bad things that are in it that aren't in mine anymore is unhealthy for me and them. I shouldn't emotionally invest in a relationship if I'm going to have to see all the things that I've healed from and I've worked hard to heal from. Not to say that that's their fault, but I need to know myself better than that. I can't make everyone equal. I can't fix people. I've 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 gone through that phase of my life. My, my whole life I still struggle with that still. I feel like 
people deceive me a lot where they make themselves out to be interested in me or they want to be friends with me and then they get close with me and maybe this is just the way that I see it but I see a pattern in a lot of my friends that they are damaged people within their own households where they either that's whatever abuse or substance abuse in their in their home or in their family or where whatever it is like and I invite myself into that thinking that because of the knowledge I have now that I can help these people and that I can fix them which is a mistake of my own that's self-inflicted but it's not fair to myself I, I shouldn't I shouldn't I should know better than that than to do that to myself and like I said that's not their fault but it may be in some ways it is maybe that I don't know I'm, I'm trying to understand every day why my brain works the way it does and why I do the things that I do and why I think the things that I do and I'm I come to a dead end most of the time and I, I just recently started going back to therapy trying to understand truly what events in my life have made me into the person I am today because I feel like for my not if not my entire life the past 15 years no not 15 probably like 13 12 years of my life I have lived inside of a body with an act on the outside and I feel like every day for the past year I've slowly have started the real cat has started to come out and and be more honest and I've I've come to terms with all the ridiculous lies that I've told in the past that lies that have hurt my family other people my friends have ended friendships I was a compulsive liar and I feel like it's something that I still struggle with to this day and I think I I had a I had um, my therapist tell me that it comes with ADHD and it it, it comes with ADHD where you just your mind's running because you're a creative person your mind's running so you just say something out loud and then it's too late to take it back I still do that and I'm trying every day to be like if I say something like that be like oh why did I say that why why did I lie about that I'm sorry it's just a part of who I am and it's something I need to come to terms with and it's not something that's irreversible I can I can just do try every day to not do that and to stop doing that but I felt like I I feel like I've deceived a lot of people and maybe that makes me an evil person I don't know I I really hope not I really hope people don't see me that way I'm pretty sure people don't see me that way but it's something that I struggle with where I banter back and forth of like who am I really and maybe I'm having an existential crisis maybe that's what I need right now maybe I I need some deeper thinking and deep-rooted thinking but I'm trying to do better is what I'm trying to say and I feel like it's a universal thing that we all go through where we do bad things and 
we've we hurt people and people hurt us so that so we hurt other people on purpose and we have bad intentions to hurt people and I feel like I have this idea in my head of like what evil is and it's me and it scares the shit out of me but you know I constantly ask my family because those are the people that have watched me grown up and you know they're constantly telling me like cat like you're doing so well blah 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 and, like there's nothing wrong with you like we all do this and i and i think to myself like you know it validates me for a little bit but not that i'm struggling right now but i am bantering back and forth of like who am i really as a person and what has led me to be here right now what in my life has hurt me so badly that that I am the way that I am and I think the way that I do and not that there's anything wrong with the way that I am or I think the way that I do I just am very curious I'm a curious person and I I like to dig deep into who I am because I pushed it down for so long and I've deceived people so for so long into this person that you know the real cat is starting to shed light now and it's just a lot to unpack, I feel. I feel like I could easily blame it on drugs and alcohol, but that was just not a big enough time stamp in my life. That was four years of my life. You know, it was already bad before that. So I, and then I try to dig deeper and I go down this rabbit hole of like, was it because I was rejected so much as a child? Is it because of my height? Is it because from the minute I was born, I was different than anyone else? I think of it as that. I feel like my parents tell me how much of a happy child I was and how optimistic and enthusiastic I was about everything around me. And and when I started going to school, it was like she kind of went away for a while. And that's why I said, when I said 15 years, I I went back and I said 13 because when I started school, I was five. So I feel like that cat is who I am. And I try to be her every day. I feel like there people see little snippets of when I'm really happy, like they see that cat. I feel like I, I put this rough exterior around myself and this workaholic shell around myself of I'm working and I'm working and I'm working and I'm always doing things not to distract me but to make sure that I don't concave and that I don't break and I feel like that stems from school and just people the way people have interacted with me since I was a, a kid of like I was always treated differently than everyone else and I never under I, I, I understand now why I never understood at the time so I, all it felt to me was like rejection and I think a lot in a lot of ways it, it was but I think in a lot of ways I was just taller than a lot of kids and I was louder than a lot of kids and I had ADHD so I wasn't 
sitting still all the time. I was getting in trouble all the time. So if it, well, I wasn't getting yelled at by kids, I was getting yelled at by teachers or religion teachers or my parents or whoever it was, doctors. I was constantly being told that I needed to change who I was. I, I needed to take medication to change the problem that I had. I needed to change my grades. I needed to change the way I interacted with kids to be liked. I felt like I was constantly being told you need to change everything about yourself to be happy. And when I did that, I was the most unhappy that I'd ever been. I feel like now that... Now I just wake up and I... I just put on what I want to put on. Like clothing. And I I do the makeup that I want to put on. And I know it's so fucking corny to be like, I just do what I like because I don't care anymore, but I don't. I walk into school, like, proud, and I walk into school with with confidence. I walk into anywhere with confidence, and people give it back to me and actually treat me with respect now, and it's something I've never had before, so I feel like I get in the state of mind of, like, I'm a bad person. I did... 10 minutes ago. But I'm on the right track now of just being myself. And I've never had the opportunity to choose that. And I'm going to choose that over friendships and relationships right now. If I if I can be happy in my own skin for the first time in my life, I'm going to choose that over relationships. I have my whole life to do that. And I I feel like I'm such a layered and complex person that I get into the state of mind of I'm constantly making sure that everyone around me is fine, that I've never taken a chance to take care of myself. And in my head, that's selfish. That if I take care of myself first, then I'm selfish. When in reality, it is not at all. You're supposed to do that. You're supposed to take care of yourself first so you know how to take care of other people, not the other way around. If you're constantly, you grew up constantly taking care of other people, which is what I did, always making sure that everyone on okay is having, everyone around me is having an okay time when I was having a shitty time. You never learn how to take care of yourself the right way. And I'm learning how to do that and I'm doing a good job of it. I've been taking off work and trying to, you know, take as much time to take better care of who I am mentally more than anything. I can take care of myself physically. It's, it's, it's just routine now. I go to the gym and I eat right and I drink enough water. That's fine. Been going to extra help and, and doing really well in school for the first time in my life, which is something I've never done because I've never cared. It's just everything in my life is going good right now and it's stable and it's consistent I'm just trying to figure out my future basically not looking into the future or looking in the past I'm just trying to connect the pieces of what kind of person I'm going to be in in this life more or less have I have I have I damaged my person so badly to the point where I can't think the right way and can't heal the right way because of my way of thinking and I can't undo 17 years of 
of methodical thinking? Can I, can I not undo that? That's things that I think about what I'm trying to basically put out there right now of like, is there a way to unlearn these bad thinking habits? And I think there is, it's just going to take a lot of time and I need to start doing it now before I'm in college or an adult and I just, it's over basically because time flies pretty fast and before I know it I'm gonna be in my 30s or 40s and I'm starting my life and I want to make sure that I have the right tools to be successful and do what I want to do and not abide to anyone else and just be who I am and not live a life of of un un like of lies basically because the more and more I think about it I've lied so much in my life whether that was two other people pulled shit out of my ass lies like that have ruined friendships and ruined relationships with my family because I, I I didn't want to accept a truth that was right in front of me and obvious and that's the whole idea of the inescapable death of deception like because of my lies I am here right now questioning everything in my entire life like I don't know what the truth is kind of fucked up and I'm I'm trying every day to do better and be better and I'm doing a good job of it but it's something that's going to take a lot of time and I just don't have time like I said for friendships and relationships because it's just not realistic when I need to get my life started and I know that's harsh and blunt but it's just who I am and that's something I'm learning about myself I'm not someone who can have a lot of like have multiple friendships with people at the same time I'm someone who is very independent and needs time to do things by myself figure out things by myself with this like you know the social circle of work and whatever school or college or whatever it's going to be that that's all I can do for now and I'm I'm pretty sure that's gonna be the way I am for my life basically I've been that way in my entire life I just tried to force this social interaction with people so people would like me and it that's probably why it failed so horribly for so long because it's just not who I am to be social I, I, not that I'm antisocial, but to be a social butterfly and go up to random people, like, it's just, I can't force something like that. It makes me uncomfortable, which makes them uncomfortable and, you know, either brings in rejection or this awkwardness that is just unwanted. So, yeah. How much time are we at? Oh my god, I'm breathing so heavy, sorry. 27. Um, I have some questions. Or no, I I asked, what makes a person evil? And I feel like these answers are going to be scary because, like, I just talked about how awful of a person I was and all these answers are going to be, like, (laughs) all the things I just talked about. So, someone said, malintentions. 
pretending to be someone, something that they're not, lying, and someone else said, when you see suffering and don't speak out. So I'm just going to put those first three aside because I, that was really bad. <laughs> like literally all the things I just talked about. I think we are stupid to think that everyone is a good person. We all hurt people. Intentionally, unintentionally, we all we all lie, we all it's just a matter of the quantity of how much you are doing it. And if you're not consistently hurting anyone anymore and you can come to peace with the times that you have I think that you're still a good person I think the drive to be a good quote-unquote good person is what evil can come from I think my drive is not to be a good person my drive is to be better than who I was I'm not driving for perfection not driving to be Jesus or God I'm not I'm not trying to fill my shoes into that role I'm just trying to be better than who I was because I knew it wasn't right and I knew that I hurt people and I knew and I know now that I still fuck up it's just not to the extreme of what I was um but I would like to think that I'm not a bad person. I think I have been in my past, and that's the truth of it. I think I was sick more than anything else. I think I was going down a road of being a truly awful individual, and it's something that keeps me up sometimes. I last weekend it's all I could think about of like can I ever truly reverse and fix and erase that person and it and I think to myself I don't want to erase that person if if I had to relive my entire life over again I don't think I would do anything different I think it took those lies and I think it took the pain and trauma that I went through to be here right now and be able to realize why those things are bad and why I shouldn't do them instead of being 30 and making the same mistakes. And of course, I'm going to have some trips along my path, but if my drive is to do better and be better, I don't think I'm going to have much trouble doing that. Um, But it's just however you perceive other people that's not my opinion that's not my judge or choice to make not my call but if you have a list of what you think a bad person is I think 9 out of 10 people will meet that list or I think, honestly, genuinely speaking, probably all people will meet the list of what you think a bad person is. If you have a list of what you think a bad person is, you will. everyone will at least check one of them. I think I view... I don't... 
I'm not a very religious person. But I would like to think there is a place for bad individuals and people who never change their actions and people who can't redeem themselves because they don't want to. I think there is a place for those people. But to think that we've all done those things and that we're all in the end going to be rewarded for something like that with with heaven or whatever you believe in. I guess that's a good drive. For me personally, I think we live in a world of pain and suffering. But I think what makes our world rounded out and what makes our world even is our ability to learn from each other and love all in itself in a world of just so much suffering right now we still find a way to try to understand each other and I think that's the weird thing about love that scares me of how could a person possibly look at all my imperfections and not even be okay with them but love me more for those things and that's something I've, I haven't experienced yet it's something I haven't I have never put my full trust into an individual yet in my life I've never been fully vulnerable and breaking, broken myself down in, into pieces for someone else to put them back together and for it to be the same person because they don't see me any different. It's something I haven't experienced and it's something that I've seen, but there's just a voice that knocks in my head sometimes of for me to think that this world is all happy and all there's there's this it's a it's a perfect world full of bad people I think there's evil and bad everywhere we look I think there's bad individuals like you look at someone like like Hitler or or Putin or someone like that like someone who could kill people like that I feel like yes there is a place for people like that but I feel like the more and more we look into it, those people are just people like we are. They just happened to climb a ladder of, of power and they have the ability to do some of the deepest, deepest, darkest thoughts that I think some of us have. It's just a matter of who gives them the opportunity to act upon them. I think our world is full of bad people and I, I would like to believe that there is a world that our world is full of great people as well. But to think everyone in the world is this per are perfect individuals and then there are the bad people. I think we're all just a mixture of people who have dark thoughts. And it's whether you you try to do better from them and do, you know, try to channel those dark thoughts into something good like you know with art or singing or whatever whatever people you want recognition for and can help people and then there are people who do what they want to do with it and choose the bad one I think we all have dark thoughts and we all have evil thoughts 
It's just what we choose to do with them. It's what the world, it's how the world deceives us of our, you know, decision making and choice making. What am I going to do with this power? It's what the world comes down to. It's why every war has happened, why every genocide has happened, why continents and countries exist in the first place. We are all power hungry people. It just depends on how we choose to use it. And I think that's the reality of it. Yes, there are good people and there are great people, but those, I hate to think of it as a, in a negative way, but this is just where, you know, my, my, my mind is running right now and I, I would like to end it on a high note, but I feel like most people who have the most recognition, and I, I say most because there are some people who have hard who have worked hard to, you know, move to the top of wherever they are. But I feel like most people move to the top without integrity at all. They just, they cheat their way to the top or, you know, they they do what they're not supposed to do to get to the top and they get there for a reason. And I'm trying to, you know, find out why that is and how, you know, how that works like are there other people involved or is it just this whole world is just power hungry and and fame hungry and I feel like that is what our world is coming to nothing I can do about it I can't I can't change the world with, with 50 listeners on a podcast but I would like to think that in a world full of evil there are still people who are going to try their best to do better. Our world isn't perfect and people aren't perfect. There's no perfect person on the world. That's why I don't drive for perfection anymore. I'm deceiving myself in that way. I'm, I'm going to lead myself down a path to to nothing if I, if I drive for perfection. The word perfection is an illusion in itself. There's no such thing as Perfection. And if you're trying to achieve perfection all the time and, you know, you're going to drive yourself insane and nitpick everything you do and drive yourself to the point where you're going to negatively think all the time. I think this is the first negative podcast episode that I've had, but it's something that is real. Like these are real conversation, like that whole tangent I just went on is a real conversation that goes on in my head. You know, someone might think the complete opposite, but... It's who I am. I'm a very indecisive, layered person. And I'm not ashamed of that anymore. It's just a matter of fact of how you want to take it. I just, I see myself as someone who sees the world for how it is. I don't think, I don't think um, in, in ways of, you know, the world is good or the world is bad because that is black and white and it's not realistic. I have to think, I guess, creatively and see all the shades in between that and think of the world of like, there is a lot of bad people in this world, so I'm going to try to stay away from the worst and find my place and do what I want to do in my life, which is 
which is to be creative and to help people and to channel my my dark thoughts into art and writing and food and all the things in my life that I love and my family and you know to make sure that my family is safe and to grow as a person in a healthy way and be consistent and just at the end of the day be able to fall asleep in my bed knowing that I did better that day and in some selfish way I don't care if the world goes to shit if I can die you know at the end of my life knowing that I just kept you know progressing and you know becoming a better person as more and more time went on and I think I could die happy if the world goes to shit knowing that I did my best and I feel like that is what drives us as people to just try our best we can't control and we can't you know just quote-unquote deceive or mislead or lead the world you know as a whole we can just try our best to do better and be as you know good people as, as we can and to just keep practicing love and keep making mistakes so the outcome is better in the long run I feel like like I said the last thing you want to do is drive for perfection because it'll bite you in the ass hard like <laughs> I I honestly have nothing else to say I feel like that tangent like went literally nowhere but I feel like it's just what was in my head um I just think we live in an ugly world. That's the reality of it. I am just happy with where I am right now. Mentally. And, you know, maybe in my lifetime I can impact a big group of people. And then that group of people can impact more. That is best case scenario. And that's what my drive is. To just keep impacting people and get people to make a change in their life for the better so they don't go down a path and become one of those worst people in the world that's all I want to do that's realistic in my head realistically I can't just you know speak out loud and and change people's lives yes I would love to do that on paper I would love to sit here and hope that I can help someone wake up the next day and want to be sober and wake up the next day and and you know try to help their mental health but you know if I am doing that like nothing could make me I could die happy tonight if I knew that I made people do that but realistically I just hope what I'm trying to do is to impact people in a way to want to do what, you know, what I'm doing, basically, you know, help other people. If you see someone who's struggling, it doesn't pay, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. Doesn't, even if you're full of shit, even if you fucking hate someone and you see that they're upset, it does not cost one fucking penny or you, you know, that 10 minutes of your life if you go and talk to somebody. 
What the hell are you going to do with that 10 minutes that you, quote-unquote, lost? Go on your phone? Feed into someone's other... Feed into someone else's pocket by going on your fucking phone? Or, or doing some, like, stupid shit? That is how we become better as a globe. If you take two seconds to go and talk to someone and make sure that they're okay, even if you ask if they're okay, that is better than sitting down and doing nothing about it. Because there are days that I wish that someone had come up to me and asked me if I was okay, and then some. Asked me if I was okay. Even if I said no, push a little bit more because you can tell when someone is not okay. And if you ask someone if they're okay, that's great. And you could probably help them and just make their day a little bit better in the long run. But there are days that I wish that someone said, no, you're not okay. And I, you need help. And I would probably fucking hate them at the time. But I'd wish someone had said that to me. And I'd wish someone had gone out of their way to make sure that I was okay. Or make sure that, that I was, you know, mentally okay throughout the day. Or just to be nice to someone or compliment someone. And even if you're full of shit. I feel like as a generation in particular, we are cold hearted. And we live behind screens that even when confrontation happens online, when it happens in real life, we we only care for what? a couple of months, a year, and then we get over it. Maybe it's sometimes even fucking, like, minutes, hours. We've become a generation of just false, like, false reality more than anything. It, it has cost me nothing my whole life to be nice to someone. As much as I have gone through... I've always paid it forward because I was raised right. I was raised by good people to pay it forward and be nice to someone. Even if they're even if they're mean people. Like maybe uh, like honestly those wor- quote unquote worst people, worst people maybe they are that way because people treated them so awfully and they never they never got to the point where they made a decision of am I going to help myself not to say that that's other people's fault but it was probably a leading cause to it people who are hurt by other people want to hurt other people that's how the psychology of it people who are hurt by other people or abused by other people end up abusing most of the time end up hurting other people so the, I, I, the only thing I can do right now is sit here and tell everyone who's listening is take your pride away, take your ego away, and fucking throw it on the ground, and be nice to someone tomorrow. That's all I, that's like my, my closing statement. It, it, tonight, if you can, is to wake up tomorrow and your main goal of the day it's to treat someone with respect and give someone a compliment. Make sure that you check in with your friends. Because that's a first step into doing better. I feel like that was a good episode. I really hope it was. I th- How much time are we at? 47! Ah! Okay. 
thank you guys so much for listening. I feel like today was a good episode. I feel like I'm going to wake up tomorrow and be like, oh my God, I'm so happy I talked about that. Because there are some dark sides to me. And there are some... Some sides of me that I don't like to share with um, with a lot of people. But I'm coming to terms with the fact that the more I hide it, the more I deceive people, the more it's going to come out with a bang. And the more it's going to come out in a way that I don't want it to. So thank you for listening. I will see you next Tuesday. I will put up any reminders or any news if something happens. Hoping it won't. But thank you again for everyone who listens. I appreciate the time that you take out of your day to listen to my thoughts. I will see you next week. Bye.